This show is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find the other great shows on the network, head over to the Deluxe Edition Network.com. Who are the 10 greatest deathcore bands to have existed? In this episode, Bill and I review a top 10s list by, you guessed it, Loudwire. See if we agree on this episode of Metalhead Journeys. Heyo, it's Mr. Otterbox and Rob here on Metalhead Journeys, and I've got a little list from our great friends over at Loudwire, as they have counted on the top 10 greatest deathcore bands. And here's a whole bunch of bands that I'm probably never going to heard of. Or bands you don't consider deathcore. Or bands that I don't like. So we're going to we're gonna start with the opening sentence here, because I liked it. A little over 15 years ago, Job for a Cowboy released their Doom EP, and all of a sudden, Deathcore became the next big thing in metal. Oh, uh, yeah. That's that's their opening sentence. No, I mean, it's facts. Alright. I so, mean, like, Doom is probably one of the most influential EPs. To come out in a very, very, very long time. I can't think of another EP that had as much impact. Yeah. I'm sure some exist, but there's going to be like some punk and hardcore, like old heads out there, going to be like, oh, this Discharge EP. And I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking know that thing. All right. So we're ready to get this thing going. Number 10 is Despised Icon. Only number 10? That's what they gave them. Only number 10? They were doing it before Deathcore was a thing. Don't forget, they, they labeled it as Job for a Cowboy and was just like, and then Deathcore became a thing. I mean, that... yes, but. It doesn't mean peep bands weren't doing it before then. That's really just like when people took notice. Yeah. So you would put Spiced Icon way the fuck higher. Maybe not way the fuck higher, but higher for sure. Definitely higher than 10. Yeah. I mean, I gotta see who else is on this list, but I'd put yeah. them higher than 10 just for the influence. Yeah. All right. Well, we mentioned them in the first sentence. Number nine is Job for a Cowboy. I mean, they, they kind of went more traditional death metal as they went on via the ways of Carnifex. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's incredibly influential for the subgenre, so yeah. All right. I would not put them above Despised Icon. Considering Despised Icon is still going and Job for a Cowboy is not. I mean, to be fair, like, Despised has definitely taken their fair share of breaks. Yeah. Okay. All right, number eight is band you definitely didn't get into, uh, maybe for one album. It's Born of Osiris. I, the stuff that I would consider Deathcore is not even good. <laughs> that is their number eight. I mean, the only song from, their, from the era that I would consider Deathcore that... Is even worth listening to was Bow Down. What was that? It's fucking old. That's, that's super, 
super early, early. Uh, what was the album? Was it Rain? So, I couldn't even fucking tell Something you. Something like that? I thought that was what it was. I thought it's that fucking, was Born of Osiris. fucking old. I know that. I thought that was like one of the, A new Rain? Possibly. Is that what the Born of Osiris album is called? I thought it had something to do with rain. The Eternal Rain. The Eternal Rain. When did that come out? 07. Yeah? So that's mid year. And then they re-recorded it. And... So the New Rain was 2007. The Eternal Rain was 17. But that was just a re-recording of the New Rain. So New Rain was what it was originally called in 07. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I, mean, I mean, okay, Rosencrantz was decent. So there's like two good songs on that album. <laughs> Just that album, though. Let me, let me look at a higher place. Yeah. Or go back into discography. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing that... Nothing that I enjoy on a higher place. And then the Discovery, they're not a deathcore band anymore. Yeah, I think that's kind of when they switched over. It's like they were literally a deathcore band for two albums... Three of you consider them re-recording a ten-year-old album. Then I'm, yeah, no, nope. Okay. Do not belong. Gotcha. All right, number seven is Chelsea Grin. Sure as fuck, don't belong on there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I enjoy Chelsea Grin, but they're they're too new. And he got 19 different fucking vocalists because every time you put an album out, somebody's got to go and sexually assault somebody or decide, you know what, I'm going to be a rapper instead. Yeah, which his raps suck. I remember when he first did that, I went and searched for his rap and I was like, oh, I'm grudges now and I'm quit Chelsea Grin. And everyone's commenting on his Instagram like, dude, you were so much better than Chelsea Grin. He's like, I just don't want to do it anymore. I want to be a rapper. And fair enough. I'm yet to see anything he's put out. He's been featured on a couple of songs and like released a single, which was ass. Aside from that, it's like, dude, you haven't released anything. It was like, you you left for greener pastures, and man, they were not greener. They sure as hell They may not be greener, like, financially or... Success wise, but you know, how do you measure success? Is he happier doing that? Then I guess, sure. yeah, do you think? But you know, at the same time, this is you know what life is, and you do need income to survive. So if you're not making money doing something that you enjoy doing, it's like I'm not saying you have to stop, but man, you gotta figure your shit out. Yeah. Alright, so no Chelsea Grin. Fuck no Chelsea, Chelsea Grin. Grin. Alright, well when they release their new stuff, we're listening to it. Just so you know. Because I'm excited for their new stuff. I like Chelsea Grin. I mean, that's fine. But Especially if they have Tom Barber now over Alex Kohler. I mean, again, that's fine. But All to right. put them on a top ten most important deathcore list. Okay. No. Okay. Six is Infinite Annihil- Infant Annihilator. Would I consider them deathcore? They do. Of course, this is Loudwire, so... Where else would I put them? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you they're, they're definitely more core. You can't put them in death metal. They're not, yeah, they're more core than... Yeah. Can you toss them into... Oh, fuck. Can you toss them into grind? No. Grind is... They're grind short. Yeah. One, one Infinite Annihilator out song is the length of three grindcore albums. I guess it has to be Deathcore then, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, the only other thing you could remotely say would be God, black metal, <laughs> not black metal. The, 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 doom metal? No, the, they're not doom either. The biggest issue I have with this one is you're including a band that doesn't play shows. They're, to my knowledge, they've never played a show. Infinite never toured. To my knowledge, I don't think they've ever, unless I'm thinking of a different Dicky Allen project. They're a studio project. Really? Hey, you learn something new every day. I had no idea they never they've never done like a tour or anything like that. Especially how big they are. It's like unless I'm thinking of an of another project from Dickie Allen, because I know like that was like one of the big things when I was going to go to that Kentucky Irate Fest. Was they're just like, hey, this is Dickie Allen's band that actually plays shows. Wow. Uh, let, let's see here. Did you figure that out here, Rose? Infant. <laughs> have they Annihilator ever live? Have they ever toured? Had a, been at a festival? Have they done anything? The band did state that touring is possible, but no live shows were ever even announced. So they've never been live. Festival, tours, never, not even like little local pubs, nothing. Nope. Wow, I wonder why. Yeah, so that I mean that's my only issue with them. Like, is you're you're including a studio project in your top ten most important? Yeah. I mean, again, like it's kind of hard to undersell the influence of Dicky Allen, but at the same time, it's like, well, now you have like Dicky's kind of old news. Nobody really talks about Dickie anymore. It's a, now it's all Will Ramos and um, Alex Terrible. Mm-hmm. I'd take Dickie over both of them. Yeah. Heading to number five, you just mentioned his name, but which one was it? It's probably Slaughter. No, it's Lorna. No, of course it is because it's, it's Lorna. Sure, number literally five. nothing metal related can exist in 2022. That does not have Lorna Shore's dick down its throat. Uh, Man. Like, oh, Bill, guess what? I have, Slaughter to Prevail is probably number three or two. Number four. The very next four, one is uh, Slaughter to so Because I was just about to say, like, I haven't seen a band get deep-throated this bad since Slaughter, and they're very fucking next. Yep. They're, they're right not there. important. They're just the hot flavor. They're the flavor of the week. This isn't a, this is not bands that are important. This is I need people to watch my video and have a hot take. Congratulations, Loudwire, you succeeded yeah. on getting your hot take. Greatest deathcore bands of all time. Slaughter Pavel. Lorna Shore perhaps you could throw an argument into there. No. Slaughter has one album. They have one album out. Even if you include the pre the stuff from the previous vocalists of Lorna, no, they don't belong on the list. <sighs> They're not the most important. They're the most popular at the current moment. Well, and popularity does not equal importance. Yeah, doesn't mean you're good. All right, well we've hit our top three. Hopefully they. Probably thy art. Um, 
if if this list. Bill, have you seen this list before? Because that's who number three is. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, if if this list has any sort of <laughs> common sense behind it, their top three are going to be Thy Art, Whitechapel, and then Suicide. And that's completely forgetting the fact that bands like Carnifex, Oceano, Angel Maker, Impending Doom, All Shall Perish, fucking, um... Through the eyes of the dead, that all these other bands that came before and laid the fucking groundwork for this shit have ever existed. Fit for an autopsy make that list? Absolutely, they would make the list. I would fit for an autopsy over Lorna Shore any goddamn day. Yeah, okay. I mean, you, you mentioned them, somebody mentioned them for a fucking TikTok suffocate. I would put suffocate on that list before I'd put Lorna Shore. Lorna Shore is just the hot, like. Uh, uh, maybe not maybe not over Lorna Shore. I feel like Lorna Shore is a better band than Suffocate. But over Chelsea Green? Absolutely. Well, so yeah, three was Thy Art is Murder. Uh, okay. Like, Thy Art is the deathcore band out of uh, fucking Australia. So, yeah. yeah. And definitely the deathcore band of this newer generation maybe not the hot item right now but they were the they were the white chapel of the 2010s i'll say fair enough yeah pretty much what it was and and hate that's all they have to say hate hate is absolutely amazing all right number two number two is suicide silence two is suicide that's surprising because usually every deathcore list has suicide at one um, with the Mitch Luker days, absolutely. The that's that's with, pretty much what they're holding on to. The stuff with Eddie, I mean, to be fair, like the last thing, the last single I heard was probably the best thing with Eddie. But I, I don't like Eddie in, in Suicide. I really didn't like Eddie in All Shall Perish. I'm not a huge All Shall Perish fan, but. Okay. Mitch Luker, Whitechapel, absolutely. Whitechapel, Suicide, absolutely. Number one better fucking be Whitechapel. Number one is Whitechapel. I mean, at least they got that. They right. got something correct. I mean, again, they're not really a deathcore band anymore. They 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 go back to it every now and then. Um, which you were disappointed when you went and saw them live with Trivium. Uh, because they didn't really... They played a lot of Kin. They, they, they mostly Kin. They played two songs that weren't off Kin. Um, which I knew they were going to. But even stuff on Kin, you can still hear the the deathcore background and influence. It's just not the focal point. They're not going to make this as Exile or Semitic Defilement again. Like, that period of Whitechapel is done with. But it still exists to some extent in the newer stuff. I mean, there were still songs on um, The Valley that still had that deathcore sound. It was fucking groovy and bouncy. So it was bouncy deathcore, but it's still there. But you like some groove, so. I do, man. <laughs> so It was so good. Like, I mean, if, if, we're, if we're talking like... Bill's favorite album by Whitechapel. I don't know if I can pick between The Valley and This Is Exile. 
I honestly I figured don't. you were dead set on this as exile. No, I love the valley. Mm. Like it is so good. Alright. Shorter episode, just counting down those top tens. Uh we pretty much agreed with what two? Thy art. Three. Thy art and well, okay, Mitch Liquor Suicide, Thy Art. Four. So Whitechapel number one should have been. Thy art should have been up there, top three. They were I mean, Chapel three. Chapel, Suicide, Thy Art, um, Despised Icon. Even though I should Job for a Cowboy. Despite not going live, still infant. Based upon the music, yeah. at least top ten. Maybe not where they were at, but top ten. I mean, shit, if I'm doing like my top ten in no particular order. Whitechapel, Suicide, Thy Art is Murder, um, Despised Icon, Job for a Cowboy, Oceano, Carnifex, um, Through the Eyes of the Dead, Autopsy, Angel Maker, Fit for an Autopsy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's just an off-the-top-of-the-head quick top ten in no order. Gotcha. All right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm down for all those bands. Angel Maker, Angel Maker, mm-hmm. Angel Maker's the weak link on that. Yeah. So they're number ten then. Angel Maker would be number ten. They would be number ten. But who's at number eleven battling Angel Maker? Probably as Blood Runs Black. Must <laughs> say, who's right outside of there? Actually, I would take as Blood Runs Black over Angel Maker. Oh, okay. So switching it up. Alright. Sweet! That's it. That's all we got. Saw a list. Thought it was cool. Wanted to go through it. Pretty much knew X bands were going to be on there. I knew Lorna would be on there. I knew Slaughter would be on there, considering the cover picture is Slaughter. Uh, knew Whitechapel would be on there. Knew Suicide would be on there. Didn't think they'd throw Chelsea Green in there. That was a surprise. I didn't think they thought that much of Chelsea Green. See, I had hope for that list when they started out with Despised Icon and then went to Job for a Cowboy. I'm like, wow, For Loudwire may have a list that absolutely isn't dog shit. Yeah. And then they had to go, eh, Chelsea Grin, Lorna Shore, Slaughter. No. Yeah, they went mid with the stuff and they fucked it all up. This is the popular stuff. Put them on the list. All right. That right, wraps up this episode. Thank y'all so much for listening. Y'all, thank y'all. Thank y'all. I thought I was the one from the South. Yeah, so much here. for listening. Deluxeeditionnetwork.com's web the website. Yeah. But it's also the network <laughs> that we're part of. All great podcasts on that network and our own website, metalhighjourneys.com, merch, social links, interactive stuff in there. So go check that out. That's all I gotta say. Alright, bye. On behalf of myself and Mr. Otterbox here. Bye. Bye. I know you try to do that. I'm sorry. This show is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find the other great shows on the network, head over to the Deluxe Edition Network.com.